Welcome to ServiceNow Tech Bytes, bringing you an inside look at our products. I'm your host, Steve Miller. Today we'll be talking with product manager Josh Russ about the mobile platform and mobile studio for bringing ServiceNow applications to the mobile world. We'll be talking about the range of mobile capabilities, strategies for implementing mobile apps, tips for streamlining the implementation process, and lots more. Stay tuned. Joining us today all the way from New York is Josh Russ from our mobile platform team. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Steve. Happy to be here. Before we start talking about mobile, maybe you can tell us a little more about yourself. What do you do here at ServiceNow? Sure. I am a product manager in the uh, Emerging Interfaces group, and I cover mobile and virtual agent. And uh, what are you up to these days? Sure. So, um, so I actually joined ServiceNow from an acquisition we made a little over a year ago, which was SkyGiraffe. And we've, and we've taken that the last year to replatform uh, the mobile offering we had at SkyDraft to be the new mobile solution at ServiceNow. So I've been spending last year um, uh, you know, helping with that process and product managing that. And I actually just recently moved to New York. I've always wanted to live here. So I was out in San Francisco for a while and, and now in New York. Oh, sounds good. All right, well, let's dive into mobile then. Uh, maybe for folks who don't know that much about the mobile platform, could you give us an overview? What's it all about? Yeah, sure. So the new mobile platform at ServiceNow is really meant to be focused on uh, quick mobile micro moments, being able to enable um, users who are in the field who need quick access to data and be able to solve problems in 30 seconds or less. It's what I like to call is that mobile micro moment. So um, where traditionally we may have seen apps that we put out as desktop to mobile, we really try to, to take that mobile user and say, what is it you need to do? How can we uh, solve problems for you quickly just by getting that data and those actions that you need in the field? So what's coming with the mobile platform is essentially out-of-the-box experiences for ITSM and field service in Madrid and um, um, really around that fulfiller user um, for being able to kind of access those quick micro moments according to those BUs, but also comes with this mobile studio. And this mobile studio is a code-free studio where you can go in and build applications on top of any data you have in ServiceNow to really start to enable these mobile micro-moments, whatever the use case is that you need. All right. So not only can you incorporate the capabilities of the ServiceNow platform, but also the native phone functions too, right? Yes, that's right. So a big part about being um, mobile first in today's world really means being able to use all of the capabilities of the device. So things like your location and your GPS while you're on the device. Um, things like you know your user you're logged in as. Um, being able to access the camera to take a picture of an asset or to add a comment. All the swipe functionality you should get with native mobile experiences, uh, as well as QR and barcodes getting to look things up and take quick actions. All those native capabilities that are inherent in the device are really, really what we're focusing on. And because we're building fully native apps, we have these fully native experiences, those come all out of the box. Okay, and all that is provided with the basic platform, is that right? That's right. As an ITSM customer, you get the out-of-the-box experience for ITSM. As a field service customer, you get the -the out-of-the-box experience for field service. And the mobile platform comes inherent with the ServiceNow platform. So you can still use a studio, build applications on top of the data you have. All right. Well, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about the studio. That sounds like something that really makes this feature uh, accessible to a lot of folks. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really enabling that business analyst user, the user that's not necessarily a developer, but a user that knows the data and can work with the data to put together these mobile experiences. So it really starts with the data and the visualization. What data do you want to show on the phone first? 
Um, and you may have 100 fields on your incident or your work order task, but you need to understand that mobile first means that you just need the fields and the data that makes sense to see on the phone, maybe 10 or 11. So in the studio, you're able to create what's called data items, which means you run query conditions on your data. You're able to show which data you want. You can also add parameters to data, so I can you know, look things up with a QR code or, or search a specific set of records by condition or a value. You set up that data, and then you take that data and you choose how you want to visualize it. So you get these out-of-the-box templates that we provide for you in studio. A map, a list, a calendar, a grouped list, uh, a URL view, and a couple of others. And they'll be continually, those will grow over time as a studio matures. Uh, you take that, you map it to your data, you choose the specific patterns you want. And then you show that data in the way that the user can see it best. So you have a primary view, you have a secondary view that's in the details, you have the activity stream where you can attach pictures and add comments, and then you continue to build out the mobile application, add new functionality. So you add conditional formatting on records, you add actions, you add swipe actions, and you start to kind of build out your application for what the user needs. So the mobile studio is really also um, kind of where ServiceNow is going towards um, as a platform where we're really enabling that kind of citizen developer user, the everyday user to be able to take data and build applications without code. So you're going to see a lot more of that and kind of those unifying experiences of being able to create rich visualizations and rich experiences without having to be a developer per se. So it's kind of going along that same roads that we're preaching of the employee experience uh, within ServiceNow. All right. Well, will you continue to have a, a focus on the developer side as well? I know that's one thing about the platform in general. We can uh, pr provide functionality for folks who are more sophisticated users. Definitely, definitely. So the studio, you can think of the studio almost as kind of guardrails. They, they kind of allow you to work and develop and build things kind of in a guide, kind of walking you through the different steps. Uh, in the platform itself, in list and forms, all of the data is stored in tables. And there's more actions you can take a little bit outside the studio that can be more advanced. In the future, it is also our intentions to release what's going to be called a mobile SDK that will allow developers really to have more freedom on the kind of customizing and the front-end UI perspective. But today, we're giving you a very, very specific set of ways to build mobile apps that kind of walk you through the most crucial components of having the best mobile experience on ServiceNow. Yeah, one more thing I forgot to talk about that's super exciting about this release um, it is also offline. So... A lot of interest from customers that, that are, are on the go and don't quite have connectivity, but still want to be able to uh, work while they're offline. And not you know weeks offline, but a couple of hours a day, being able to get a set of records and, and, and get your tasks, update your tasks, change the state, move on to the workflow, add a comment, attach a picture. Doing that stuff in a designated offline environment is very, very critical for a lot of our customers today. So we're really excited in Madrid to be releasing this offline capability as well, which is also out of the box. So basically, you carry everything you need with you on your phone, and then it syncs back up again when you get online? That's right. That's right. You, you essentially, you, you choose a specific set of records, or, or the admin designates a specific set of records that are available offline. Uh, you as a user go into offline mode, which then syncs the, uh, or caches the data on the device. Uh, and then you're able to work in this offline mode, uh, and actions get submitted to uh, an outbox queue on the device. And then when you have connectivity, you go back to online mode, and the actions in your outbox queue start to um, uh, sync. I can see how that would really extend the utility of this thing to, uh, to folks who are out working in the field. Definitely. It's very, very important for a lot of our field customers that go to you know, remote telephone wires or into basements and, uh, and don't quite have access but still want to be able to work. How about security, Josh? Is that something that our users may be concerned about? Yeah, definitely. So anytime you have a 
device outside of the network. You know, I think it's uh, it raises some flags for the security folks in. It's kind of the first paradigm where you're having external devices being able to access internal and sensitive data. So security is always a very, very important thing that we do at ServiceNow. Um, in terms of the mobile side, you know, we work uh, uh, with MDM vendors. So you're able to manage the application in um, you know, with MDM and distribute it through the App Store and use app config, dynamically configure the instance, uh, and then remote delete the app as well. Um, we also have additional uh, what's called data loss prevention policies built into our application. So things like uh, being able to restrict copy-paste, uh, block attachments on mobile, uh, adding extra uh, pin reinforcement for users, uh, and configuring the session timeout. Of course, all the data is encrypted um, and at rest and in transit. So we're very, very security conscious. We're very, very aware. And as well as we do penetration testing twice a year on the apps. So that is available on core on the documentation site if you want to look at the pen testing specifically. And we do have additional features kind of built in the application that can further enhance security if you'd like. All right. Well, you just mentioned that this mobile approach is really the vision for ServiceNow in general, and this is the heart of it. Could you tell me a little bit more about that? Uh, what things have you got in mind for the future? Yeah, so it is really going towards this mobile-first experience. So while we're starting with the fulfiller user, the big, big target, that agent user in Madrid, uh, in the future, we'll be targeting more that requester end user. So really, really enabling all the different personas you have at ServiceNow, whether it's a request, an agent, an executive, being able to access the data that they need and have the best possible mobile experience for their roles. So that's kind of where we're targeting the future, really, really persona-based. Um, and then we're going to continue to add more and more functionality within the mobile studio and the mobile platform with more visualizations and more patterns uh, and more capabilities that will be at the fingertips of the ServiceNow um, developer and of the user. Okay, well, it sounds like there's already quite a lot you can do with the current functionality. Uh, can you tell us about some things that users have done with this? Yeah, um, some really, really cool mobile experiences I've seen be created already and, and very, very quickly. So I'll give you one example. I, I went and saw a customer that is in hardware retail. And this is on the field service side where they, re they basically wanted to create a quick mobile experience to, um, to look up an asset on the shop floor and then be able to create an incident on that asset, right? So kind of being able to just quickly do something as you're walking around, you see and you spot issues. So what they did was they built an app that allows the camera to be able to scan the QR code of the asset. It populates that data. It has a first layer list. They can click in the, in the details. They have a couple actions like add a comment. You can uh, attach a picture to that asset um, if you see something is wrong. And then what they were able to do is they were able to swipe to the left and create an incident on that asset. And that brought in the serial number, the asset tag, and some information from that asset record and allowed them to add a comment um, and select the caller for who that should be assigned to um, right from that incident action, submit that, um, and then actually go to that incident as well because of the incident they submitted. So that was an app that they were able to kind of create in 20, 30 minutes once they started using Mobile Studio, once they started understanding how their data was structured and the right fields to choose and the right fields to show. That was a really, really cool example of a, of a quick mobile studio use case. Really that fast? And they, and they did that on their own? They did it on their own. That's pretty good. I can see how what you just outlined, that, that could be applied with little variation to just a huge variety of customer businesses. Yeah, yeah. And you know, a different one that comes to mind is this was more in the actual data center themselves. So not in retail, but more in the IT side where uh, there was a bunch of change requests coming in. And the customer wanted to provide their users the ability to just go in while they're in the data center, have their phone as opposed to having to bring their laptop around with them, um, and then scan and uh, take pictures of some of the different components of the data center, add comments, uh, and then just quickly change the state that it's been reviewed, right? Because they constantly have to review the different lines and, and some of the different components in there. 
So that was a really, really cool one to see enabled where it wasn't out of the box, but they understood the change table. They created an action that they were able to swipe and change state uh, and use the activity stream to post pictures as they're going through the data center. And anything else? Other examples? Some really, really kind of quick ones, which are more, you know, more in the mill and some of the more out of the box things. So um, our business units have done a really, really good job, ITSM and FSM, of creating these rich mobile experiences that are out of the box. So it's actually really, really been cool to go to customers, have them plug in the out-of-the-box experiences for both of those um, apps, and then they just work, right? And a lot of customers have slightly different business processes, but the business units have identified some of the most important flows. So a lot of it is is understanding what can be used out of the box, what needs to be changed slightly. So for example, for field service, there's a couple of actions, you know, use part and replace part while I'm on site, Um, you know. This customer never wanted to use the part. They only wanted to replace. So they had to be able to remove one action, add another feature to another action, and still use basically the exact out-of-the-box configuration, which solved their use cases. All right. Well, you mentioned a few different users who are getting going here quickly, right out of the box. Let's talk about getting started a little bit more. For somebody who's just starting in, can you lay out a good strategy for starting, good approach? Yeah, absolutely. So I would definitely look at leveraging what is out of the box already, um, depending on if you're looking at the ITSM fulfiller user or the, you know, the, uh, the, the field service tech user or manager. Approvals is, a, is, a, is another really big one that I forgot to mention earlier. Um, you know, approvals on top of um, change and item, all different approvals you'll need kind of having that one place on mobile. That's another out-of-the-box ITSM experience. So the, the first step is to understand what is out-of-the-box that you get and how you can leverage some of those applications um, for your use case. And then understand what is it you want to change, what is it that you want to be different, what is it you want to add, and start to invest a little bit of time in, in, in building some quick micro-moment experiences of service now in the studio. And that kind of starts with understanding how you want to use mobile. And understanding a little bit of a mindset of not everything in the platform needs to be on the phone. The subset of use cases and of information that are going to give the user the best experience, what they need on the go. So really having a little bit of a strategy of these are the, the nice-to-haves, these are the, the, the low-hanging fruit of what we need to put on mobile. Seeing where out-of-the-box addresses that, seeing what other things you have to build, and then getting your, 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 your hands dirty a little bit with Studio and, and testing some things out. Um, and then after that, once you've kind of been in studio, created a couple of these micro moment experiences, I really recommend showing it to users because you, you can guess all about what you want users to see, what fields they want to see in this layer and what actions they want and, and how they do it. But um, you're never really going to know until you speak with them. And that changes all the time. And the greatest thing about mobile studio is that it's so quick. You can iterate so quickly in all these different use cases that come out. So um, you can change a field, add an action, take something away really within seconds. So a user can be there and you can have defined a whole application and actually build out that prototype while he's there. So really taking advantage of the user, the subject matter expert, as you're starting to design um, these experiences. All right. Well, you mentioned at the outset trying to figure out what applications you might have that would be well-suited to mobile. Do you have any tips for doing that? Yeah, I mean, definitely leverage the out-of-the-box. It gives you a great place to start. It also jumpstarts a lot of ideas. Uh, really speak with the subject matter experts and say, what would you need on your phone? What do you feel like is missing? And they'll give you a bunch of ideas. And then, you know, as well as, you know, I'm sure you have a, a list of things that have been requested over time of things that you want to do for mobile from ServiceNow and probably a lot of other systems. So kind of look at in the enterprise, see where those gaps are, see what things are still there and then get started. The out of, like I mentioned, the out of the box really, really gives you a great start. 
And then that'll just pick up a bunch of more ideas. And, and really the users, use your user because they're going to tell you exactly what they want and exactly what they don't want. All right. Well, once you've figured out what you want to do and built it and got some user feedback and got the, the applications to the point that you'd like, how do you start spreading that throughout the company? Yeah, that's a good question. So in typical you know, mobile release cycle, a lot of customers are using an MDM, which is a mobile device management, a tool to manage applications. And ServiceNow will probably be one of those applications. So for customers that are new on their MDM journey, or, or some are very, very experienced, ServiceNow will be another application that will be within that, um, that managed device. So running communication about what the application can do, and that it is available to users and how to download it, that's key to making sure that you have some user adoption and just where to find it. Um, understanding that you know you may want to have some documentation on exactly what the app does, uh, what are the things that you want them to do, what are the things it doesn't do. That way, users can have a quick point of reference that they can look into when they're when they're using it. Um, and then set up a feedback loop. So really important as users go, you you can do it either directly from the application or through a you know a service portal site to collect feedback on that application so you can continually improve it and run it in you know small test groups to start and get that feedback and then continue to roll it out at a wider scale. And then continue to iterate and improve over time. That's what you get with the mobile studio. And then continue to look at what ServiceNow is developing from a out of the box and what our plans are around different components of ServiceNow and how that relates to mobile. So you can time your release cycles and your use cases with also what we're going to deliver out of the box. All right. That's, that sounds like a good roadmap for that. Um, one thing that I uh, forgot to ask you earlier when we were talking about capabilities, I know you're also involved with Virtual Agent. Can you tell us a little bit about the functionality there for mobile? Yeah. So Virtual Agent is a, is a very interesting one. I actually think that Virtual Agent on the mobile and on the go is a critical point of being able to use Virtual Agent. You know, when you're, when you're on your desktop and you're requesting or looking for things, you're a little bit more used to the experience that you get. And maybe you're a little easier to search and find things, but the virtual agent gives you quick and point access to data and to information on these specific set of topics that you've enabled. So being able to get that on the go without having to search and find too many things, resetting your password or, um, or looking at the status of a record or adding a comment, these are really, really important micro moment features similar to mobile in that way you get the virtual agent. So having that available on the phone is very, very useful, I think even more than people realize. And in Madrid, Virtual Agent is enabled on mobile as a, a web view. So you have a template in the mobile app called, or in the mobile studio called URL template. And that can render any web view. So any kind of service portal view or web view, we can pass the token. You can access Virtual Agent and connect chat and live chat. Uh, and you're able to access additional web views and search the knowledge base and do a bunch of things with web. But Virtual Agent is one of those applets you can enable as part of Madrid. And in the future, we'll have it natively embedded in the app using the, the virtual agent mobile SDK, which is something that you can also use if you have your own mobile app that built out. So um, you're able to use a virtual agent SDK and embed that into whatever mobile app you have already today, if not using the service now. All right. That sounds like that makes it even uh, even more accessible to, to, to non-tech savvy users. Definitely. So also, I know that it's on the agenda to have um, a Darius from the ITSM team, who uh, is one of the uh, VA managers over there, to talk a little bit more about what is happening in Virtual Agent um, upcoming and how it's going to look in the future. It's going to be a, a much more improved and smarter Virtual Agent continually to get that way over time. Um, so we're really, really excited about some of the things that are happening um, in the dev side and what the Virtual Agent is going to become and, and, and excited to get back in there and talk about that as well with some of the, the product experts. All right. Well, that's a great overview of mobile. Um, is there, for, for users who are interested in, in learning a little bit more, is there someplace they can go to see this thing, see it in action, learn more about it? 
Yeah, so definitely all the content being released now in Madrid. Um, either you have videos and documentation, you know, upgrade to Madrid, get a dev instance, start to play with studios, start to leverage some of the content, really get your hands dirty with it. And uh, we're really, really excited to see what customers start doing over the next couple months. Well, Knowledge19 is, uh, is coming up. Will customers be able to see this there? Yes. So we definitely have some really good stuff planned for mobile at Knowledge. Um, it's going to be a big feature for us. So I know I myself am running a couple of workshops, uh, two for CreatorCon, basic studio enablement and learning the, the, the mobile studio to, be able to kind of create a full-fledged application. There's going to be a second, which is going to be more of an advanced studio uh, and mobile platform components to learn the tricks and, and things that may not be on the surface, but are more advanced features. And then there'll be a couple of um, mobile today and mobile tomorrow for ServiceNow sessions. Uh, and I think there will also be some others. So definitely take a look at the sessions around mobile at Knowledge. There, there should be a, a lot of really great ones. So I just want to thank you very much for joining us here. Uh, this, this has been a really enlightening look at mobile. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Um, happy to join and very, very excited. Already excited seeing the stuff that some of the customers are developing and putting out there. And very, very excited over the next couple of months to see what everyone else does. All right. Well, I hope to have you back uh, after a bit to for, for an update, both on the functionality of the product and on what customers have done with it. Sounds good, Steve. Thanks again. Please tell us what you think of this podcast. You can leave feedback or ask questions in the ServiceNow community. For more information on any ServiceNow topic, take a look at our product documentation, knowledge base, or Now Support YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.